Hello, everyone. It looks like we're live here. So this is the say 53rd uh, Sunday live stream, um, at least since I've been numbering them. <laughs> More before that, but um, so I'm going to play a little bit and talk about some things we've been working on. And uh, I'm going to take some some questions. So, um, uh, so I welcome your questions and uh, I offer some quick tips um, based on uh, on my experience with learning guitar and all that. Um, so I'm streaming live here on uh, YouTube and on um, on the podcast. And that is uh, Podbean. You can check that out there, and then I will uh, make that available for replay um, a little bit um, later. So a tune I've um, been checking out with uh, folks on the uh, member area on YouTube, which is kind of like a um, guitar school improvisation. Um, so we took a look at a couple uh, solos, um, one by um, Kurt, Rosenwinkel, Kurt Rosenwinkel and uh, one by um, Laj Lund. Um, and we're kind of picking a tune per week so this week has been um how deep is is the ocean and so um you know a few just kind of uh thematic things that we found with um kurt rosenwinkel is uh a lot of use of uh triads and triad pairs so maybe i'll talk a little bit about that as a uh, concept here. So um, one of the, you know, kind of maybe first things you might think about, so if we're taking this tune, How Deep Is The Ocean? Um, if we're thinking in the key of three flats, just kind of simply thinking in that, in that key, um, you can come up with a bunch of triads basically. C minor, E flat, uh, G minor, and so on. So you can, you know, come up with seven different um, triads, right? Um, and then you might think about um, tonal centers outside of that too. So you might use a a flat major um, and then or 
not even outside that. So this would be kind of inside our tonal center. So we have A flat major and um, B flat major. So that gives you um, one area where things typically uh, might lay out. So, so there you get into pairs of triads. Um, but kind of back to what I was talking about a little bit earlier, uh, which is thinking about uh, lower structure triads. So, for example, a few of those that I talked about, and then um, upper structure triads. So, if you have the key of three flats, you might have a diminished D diminished triad, or uh, maybe use a different uh, tonal center there. Minor triad, so you get the A natural there. And those things are are good to use just for you know general awareness of um, consonants and, and dissonances. But we can also use these uh, triads to um, to create certain aural effects. So the A flat is going to be a little bit out. We have two inside notes, and then we have one pretty dissonant tone. You listen to that really dissonant sound. And then if we have the um, let's see the the B flat major triad. Uh, then we have a few outside tones. So notice that these two tones were kind of inside for, for this C minor sound. And then contrast, these are a little bit more outside. So you get the 11 and 9 of the C minor. And then the last one is a chord tone. So they're kind of in direct contrast to one another. And one thing that's kind of cool about triads is, is having three notes is that you're going to get this using an odd number of notes, get this little um, kind of off kilter, maybe kind of sound, if you will. And that can kind of be a nice effect. I think I think that um, if I recall correctly, um, Kurt Rosenwinkel was, and I don't know exactly his perspective on all, all this either, but, um, Let's say you take, this is sort of my, my take on, on some of the lines that he was doing. Um, let's say you take this triad and you have another note on it. So you get like an A flat six. So, so you might still think about the triad, but maybe have, a, have another tone. So, so you might have something, something like that where you have this kind of triad, but... Um, one tone outside of it. So maybe you're thinking, you know, A flat six, I don't know. Or maybe one could be thinking that. But um, but anyway, so having four notes that can help get things segmented so they don't, they don't kind of reverse themselves with odd numbers. Another thing you can do um, is to just play 
one of the notes an octave lower. So like an A flat major triad. Play. Like that. Okay. So we can play that in that way and then we could also maybe um play one one tone uh one of the same tones just two times so so that's another thing Do something like that so um so there are just a few you know just kind of ideas um you can also also might play E flat major triad on on that um, uh, C minor as well. So the you can do all this with any any triad, um, but the major triads they sound very stable. They sound very clear and, and distinct and distinct and recognizable. Um, so. It's nice to use those uh, in particular, but there's some um, there's a concept out, out there. Let's see if I can um, look this up so give the right credit to it. Um, um so uh, saxophone player, uh, George Garzone, and um, um, really incredible <clears throat> player, uh, from what I understand, incredibly devoted to the practice. Um, and uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me, he's got this um, triadic chromatic approach, and um, I think he's got a whole book, CD set, or um, all this on, on it. So kind of a cool concept. I've, I've talked about it a little bit on the channel here and there over the years, but um, that's kind of tying in a little bit into getting maybe outside sort of sounds. kind of in a sense sort of randomize the um the the triads and um to take you know an aug augmented triad uh, maybe you know any of the four and then just kind of maybe move a half step or a whole step or you know, move to a new location and then try a different type of um triad so Maybe, uh, maybe then do a major triad. Maybe do a diminished triad, and then maybe a minor triad, and then you can kind of randomize the inversions. And if you're practicing and interested in that, check him out and check out his books. Um, and there are there, I think, quite a few YouTube videos of him talking about it. it looks like there's even more since the last time I've looked. Um, so it's really cool. It's a really neat 
way uh, to to think about things. Um, if I remember right, listening to him talking about it, um, you know, he found in his own teaching. I think he teaches at, at Berkeley, um, but in his own private teaching and and all that, you know, finding you know young folks with just um, a ton of knowledge and a ton of skill, you know, try to give them something uh, to challenge, you know, challenge them. Um, I think that was kind of, kind of part of, part of it too. Um, but, um, I, I think he's also studied a lot of Coltrane. So it kind of ties into that whole thing too. talking a bit about this tune um how deep in the, is the ocean um it's a really fun one uh to play uh one recording that um really like um and it um Um, but, um, well, I'm trying to find that. I'll just, just, you know, mention, um, uh, that you can find a lot of, uh, recordings of this tune and, um, let me see if I can, uh, quick search on all, all this, uh, Um, so check out Ben Webster. Um, see, I've got, I'm just doing a quick search on YouTube. Um, Charlie Parker with JJ Johnson. 
uh, Chick Corea, uh, Kurt Rosenwinkel, I mentioned. Um, uh, Coleman Hawkins. So, ton of folks out there. Um, trying to think of this this Barry saxophone uh, recording that I was listening to, um, which I, I had a. Uh, really kind of nice classic lines uh, kind of sprinkled in there. Oh, hi, John. Thanks for the ride again. Yep. How deep is the ocean? Living Berlin. tune to improvise on um and it has like kind of that, that b section that kind of gives you an opportunity um to um play um kind of sit on those dominant seventh chords a little bit it's fun kind of fun to do that as well as play through changes i'm glad you made it john welcome <laughs> studio today um uh, since we're talking a little bit about triads another thing that's i think i've talked about it before but kind of fun to do too is um take a triad on um on two strings um oh great great to hear it um john says this is one of his favorite tunes um yeah it's awesome so the the triads um you might kind of let's say pick a note let's say you're doing a flat major triad pick like um c here kind of sitting in the middle between the the root note and the fifth and just kind of start with that note play this note and then this and then back again so you can do all sorts of picking things with it and slurring things so you can maybe pluck pull off 
maybe tap. Any combination of anything you could plug, tap, plug, tap. Um, so a lot of different things you can kind of do and just run that around a little bit. So once you get that kind of maybe initial spot, wherever you want to do it, maybe try to run it around kind of chromatically. And then um, another thing you can do is try to make it, make it minor. So, so um, A flat minor or G sharp minor here. So we're just moving this finger down to fret four on string three. And everything else is kind of the same. And then you can do different picking, tapping, hammer-ons, pull-offs, all sorts of things uh, with it. So. kind of move it around or you could pick them up pick them all so so that's another um spot to you know maybe play um or work out some of these inversions and then you might try flatting the five from there right so then you might change your fingers around a little bit. So you have this one here on string three, four, and then this, this tone down here, string four, fret uh, six, string three, fret seven. That whole thing too, with that diminished. And then you might, of course, do kind of go back to the major triad, maybe do augmented. So. And then you could start shifting in different and unexpected ways. just to kind of um, do something fun, I guess. And then try different string combinations. Now this is gonna mainly work on the low low four strings. You have to change your shape a little bit between uh, strings two and three, um, but you could do them, do the same shapes on strings one and two. So. just try mixing them up a little bit. Of course, try them kind of slow at first. And then see if you could maybe mix them into in the context of a, of a line there. Do a run. Thank you. 
fun with them do other things mix mix in other little um you know kind of opportunities to uh to do some things So you kind of slow it down there a little bit too. So, um, uh, so it's it's fun to play play this tune, you know, and you know that's kind of slow thing. And so thanks, John. Thanks, Amanda. Right again. A really great tune, really classic. Um, so, um, we encourage you to if you haven't already to check out a bunch of recordings and um listen to listen to some things um
right. So, um, so a couple little things I'm gonna um planning to do. I'm working on an, on a um new to me <laughs> um a Baden Powell um uh, piece or arrangement. Um so just started working out a little bit um, the last couple of days. Um, probably going to re really butcher the name with my uh, English here, but um, um, Bersius uh, Jassara. Um, it's really pretty, um, really cool, um, flows really nicely. So if you get a chance to check that out, I'm thinking I might even um, do some little shorts on it, may play some sections of it. Um, I haven't quite figured out what I'm doing with the shorts. The only thing I, I know is I really want to do them. Um, um, one of the kind of challenges with those shorts is that um, they're so short. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to figure out if I do a little mini lesson on it. I did did one that I didn't release. Maybe I will or just re redo it. I, I thought I'd do a little mini lesson on like um, doing like a two five one, or you do like maybe a this would work well for how deep is the ocean, uh, like a two, and then move to like a fully diminished, so be like half diminished, and move your um, root note up, you know, like a minor third, and you get a nice resolution. So you take a half diminished chord move the root up three frets and then a fully diminished chord and then you know maybe resolve it on the C minor so I was doing a little test short video on that so I might I might do some little things like that or just playing so um, you know as far as doing a, um, so I, I did a um, Improv on um, that uh, Charlie Parker tune confirmation and um, that was pretty fun, pretty cool. Um, but fitting something into like one minute and being able to do that, you know a variety of, of tunes and doing at least one chorus, um, you know, it's kind of hard to time time that out within one minute. Or so I was thinking, maybe I'll just do like sections of tunes and see so John says he likes the shorts. Cool. 
production time. Yeah. So yeah, so we've got the shorts ideas. Um, so that's one one thing I was thinking about doing a little like mini lessons on it. Um, maybe I'll talk a little bit more about that. Now you could also do that with any of the inversions of the D minor seven flat five. So you can do something like that and then go up. It makes for a really nice uh, resolution. So basically, we want to take the the um, the root up. There we go. It makes for a nice resolution. Um, John says some are better than others. Um, John, do you know of uh, what what channels are putting out good shorts? Do you um, anybody I should check out? I think I need to look at some examples of what what folks are doing out there. You take um, you know you take these inversions and then they get a nice resolution. So as long as you Gotta go up. Um, you know the right amount to take the root of a minor third. Um, then you get this nice, nice kind of sound. You could do the same thing, just staying on it, and just kind of changing the fully, the half diminished to the fully diminished. You can also do that. Sort of a, with a tough chord later. Minor chord, but you can uh, play so an inversion of it.
Uh, Beato Tomo. Yeah, I'm familiar with Beato Tomo. I'll have to check. I'm going to write that down. See what they're up to. Yeah, I watched the Beato one. It was pretty nicely produced. Um, pretty cool. So I'll check out Tomo too. So I wonder, I guess you do the video, uh, if you're doing more of a produced kind of thing, you do the video, put it on your phone, and then, then do the, get it uploaded, I guess. Or maybe, I thought there were some edits, but... And the ones that, and the one I saw from Beata, but I could be wrong. I have to go back and check it out. I mean, I guess the editing would be really great because then you can really take full advantage of that that minute. So I'm going to hang out here for another um, five minutes or so. And uh, everybody's having a great day. Um, great practice sessions. Sometimes they edit, sometimes not. Okay. It's good to know. Yeah, so maybe I'll just do different, a few different styles and things. For checking this out everybody um so um i released the um uh, but beautiful um chord shape idea so hopefully some folks got um got a chance to 
check that out. Um, not sure what tune I'm going to do next. Maybe I'll do a, a video on, um, on this tune. I've been also taking another um, look at Inori uh, by Pat Metheny. So I'd like to... Um, like to do a recording on that. I think I played that one live um, uh, a year or so ago, a few years ago. Um, that might I might not have had that published any longer, but um, but I'd like to do that one um, as a regular kind of lesson video. just exploring some more kind of outside sounds um, and also playing changes at different times, sometimes maybe playing changes a little bit ahead um, and then kind of shifting, shifting back. Um, There's another little thing I'm, I'm working towards and uh, uh, on the channel, it's a little easier to demonstrate that with a, a backing track. So I'm, working on bringing that back into things. Um, and so I've kind of got a little bit of a simple setup. I, I'm, I'm troubleshooting and testing out with a, just kind of a phone and iReal Pro and, um, and a, just a little microphone and um, I'm trying to see if I can use that to, to demonstrate some of those kinds of uh, concepts and, and stuff like that. So with a little backing track, which I, I used to do a bit of, um, but um, trying to kind of simplify the process because there's some kind of complexities involved with the way I was doing it. Um, so I'm trying to rethink all that and um, bring things into... Um, to that uh, so everybody thanks so much for checking out this live stream really appreciate it
so I hope everybody has a great, great day, great practice session. Let me know, even if you watch this um, replay, uh, please leave me a comment and let me know what tunes you're working on or what things you're interested in. Um, see what I can do as far as videos and live streams, etc. Give my kind of my take on it. Um, so um, appreciate following following the channel and checking out this live stream. All right, everybody. Well, I'll see you all in the next one.